Welcome to the Connecting Mind and Spirit podcast, a podcast devoted to helping you understand and apply the teachings of A Course in Miracles. I am your host, Fiona Williams, author of the newly released book, Awakening Your Right Mind, Healing from Fear and Following Spirit with A Course in Miracles. The benefits of A Course in Miracles are experienced through application of its right-minded principles. Throughout this podcast series, I will explain specific topics and teachings from A Course in Miracles and guide you through meditative exercises, which will help you apply the teachings to your life. Thank you for being here and let's get started. Welcome to the podcast on true forgiveness. In this podcast, I will clarify what the process of true forgiveness is, why it's so vital to the healing of your mind, and how it compares to the world's version of forgiveness. I have always said that applying true forgiveness is one of the greatest things you can do for yourself. It is the ultimate form of self-care, as true forgiveness is the only genuine method of clearing negativity from your mind. In this regard, it is the greatest gift you can give to yourself. In A Course in Miracles, we are given the distinction between the world's version of forgiveness and the Course's true forgiveness. The world's version of forgiveness is known as forgiveness to destroy. Specifically, the world's version of forgiveness upholds the ego's agenda of separation. This is clear to see when we look at statements of forgiveness in our world. Statements like, I forgive, but I won't forget, or I forgive you, but don't do that again, highlight how through worldly forgiveness, we are still attached to the hurt and are not truly free. There's also a dynamic in the world's version of forgiveness where the person who is doing the forgiving seems more righteous than the offender. This introduces levels of hierarchy in the relationship, and people are not seen as the equals they truly are. In the world's version of forgiveness, one person always seems better, and another person always seems worse. Most importantly, the world's version of forgiveness keeps you locked in the world and the ego's thought system by having you judge the world as being true. This does not free your mind and therefore does not free you. All it does is keep you relying on the world for your happiness. When we rely on the world for our happiness, we are reversing cause and effect and saying that the effect, which is the world, can affect the cause, which is our mind. This will always make us seem like a victim because things can apparently be done to us and affect our minds. Yet in truth, the cause is always our minds. The world, our bodies, our emotions and reactions, and everyone else we see out there are effects of the mind. To rely on the effects to make us happy, that is called a thought reversal. To truly forgive and to truly heal, we must put cause and effect in the right order. We are the decision makers who always decide what can affect us and our state of mind. To know that your mind is the cause takes you out of the victim role and into the empowered role of knowing that you rule your mind. 
So let's get into what true forgiveness is. True forgiveness is an advanced form of forgiveness. It is specific to A Course in Miracles and is known as the quickest way to enlightenment. Unlike the world's version of forgiveness, true forgiveness brings your mind above the battleground of the world to the thought system of the Holy Spirit. True forgiveness releases you from trying to make the world and people behave according to your liking. Specifically, true forgiveness releases your mind from making the illusions of the world real. In the preface of the Course, we are taught that we do not forgive to be good or to be charitable. We forgive because what we are seeing is not true. As Course students, it's important that we understand that each time we take the ego seriously, we repeat the initial tiny mad idea of thinking we separated from our source and can create apart from our source. Essentially, when we take an ego thought seriously, we are using our creative ability incorrectly and believing in the fear that we made. It is this mistake in our thinking that we must correct. At the very end of chapter five in the text of the course, we are given the foundation of true forgiveness. This is commonly known as the page 90 exercise. In the paragraph before the exercise, Jesus says that with true forgiveness, we bring our thinking back to the point at which the error was made. And that error is the tiny mad idea of thinking we could and did separate from our source. Once we bring our minds back to this point in our thinking, we correct it with the atonement principle, which simply is this, I did not leave my source. It's important to note that every fearful thought and action, no matter how seemingly small or big it appears to be, is a mask over the separation idea. The tiny mad idea is at the root of it all, no matter how the ego shows up. As Course students, we don't want to be deceived by the appearances of the problems of this world. Behind each and every problem is the idea of thinking that you are separate from your source and that you are a guilty being who deserves punishment. It is always this core mistaken thought that you need to correct, always. This is where the atonement principle comes in. It is the ultimate correction to all of your problems. As we are taught in the Course, there is one problem and one solution. Applying the atonement may seem simplistic in the face of some of our problems, but it is helpful to remember the first miracle principle, which is that there is no order of difficulty in miracles. One is not harder or bigger than another. They are all the same. Remember, all error begins in the mind, and it is in the mind where it needs to be corrected. All you see out there in the world are the actions of thoughts, whether love-based or fear-based. Everything begins in the mind. Before we get into applying the true forgiveness process, I want to share about why we don't forgive. The number one reason we don't apply true forgiveness is because we don't feel worthy of forgiveness. It takes a few minutes to sit and apply the true forgiveness process. And that can seem like a long time for an undisciplined mind. It's important then to acknowledge that true forgiveness is a practice, a habit you can create. In the beginning, it may seem like work, 
but with sincere commitment, you'll see that you can't live without it. As I describe in my book, Awakening Your Right Mind, true forgiveness begins to feel so good that you actually feel icky when you don't do it. Just like taking a shower, you just feel better after. Another reason you may not apply true forgiveness is due to a lack of trust in spirit. When I have a client who is hesitant to apply true forgiveness, they are quick to share concern that things may not work out the way that they want if all they do is forgive. They feel there is a detail they need to control. And so they're really actually afraid of relinquishing control of the situation that they're looking to forgive. This stems from being so used to controlling many aspects of our lives, but also, as I mentioned, from having a lack of trust in spirit. When we try to control this world, again, we are making the world real. When A Course in Miracles is teaching us that this world is not real, in short, we can feel that true forgiveness is simply too simplistic. And surely more needs to be done to remedy the situations that we seem to face in this world. You see, the ego needs to make things seem complex, so you feel stuck in its thought system. According to the ego, it can't afford to have you know that a simple change of mind is the answer to your problems. Remember that the ego needs your belief to survive, so it needs you to get stuck in the details, purely so it can live. It needs your focus for all the reasons the ego may come up with that you shouldn't forgive. It's important to recognize that those ego reasons are really delay tactics. As we are taught in the course, we are capable of enormous procrastination, but eventually we will all come to realize that we need to do things differently if we want genuine inner peace. Now I have covered the ego's version of forgiveness. What true forgiveness is, along with the main reasons you may struggle with applying true forgiveness. And that brings us to the application of true forgiveness. If you want to have the ego undone in your mind, then you must take the few moments it takes to apply true forgiveness by going through the steps. You can't have the effects of true forgiveness without applying it, and that's basic cause and effect. Now, in Gary Renard's work, True forgiveness is presented in three simple steps. Step one, you recognize that you are upset and acknowledge that you are only upset because you chose to take the ego seriously. Once you recognize you are upset by your own decision, you proceed to step two, which is to ask the Holy Spirit to take whatever you are upset about for you. Through the ego mind, we are in the battleground and within the same thought system which made the problem. There is no solution there, so we must raise our mind above the battleground to the Holy Spirit's loving and true perspective. Step three is to accept the atonement for yourself. So you simply but sincerely say, I accept that I have never left my source. This reminds you that in truth, you are really home in your source and that the separation never occurred. Atoning means undoing, and so it is required to undo the separation idea, which is the ego. Applying the atonement is how the ego is undone in your mind. At the end of chapter 5 of the text, in italics, 
is the Course's more detailed process of true forgiveness. I invite you now to relax, deepen your breathing, and think of something you are ready to forgive truly. Now that you have that in mind, simply listen to these words from the Course. Decision cannot be difficult. This is obvious if you realize that you must already have decided not to be wholly joyous if that is how you feel. Therefore, the first step in the undoing is to recognize that you actively decided wrongly, but can as actively decide otherwise. Be very firm with yourself in this and keep yourself fully aware that the undoing process which does not come from you, is nevertheless within you because God placed it there. Your part is merely to return your thinking to the point at which the error was made and give it over to the atonement in peace. Say this to yourself as sincerely as you can, remembering that the Holy Spirit will respond fully to your slightest invitation. I must have decided wrongly because I am not at peace. I made the decision myself, but I can also decide otherwise. I want to decide otherwise because I want to be at peace. I do not feel guilty because the Holy Spirit will undo all the consequences of my wrong decision if I will let him. I choose to let him by allowing him to decide for God or me. I invite you now to simply check in with how you feel. It's important that you trust that the healing of your mind is occurring. It is because the ego is undone at the level of your unconscious mind that you may not always be aware that healing has occurred. Sometimes you may see the effects of true forgiveness, other times not. But you can always trust that you will begin to feel more peaceful, simply because the conflict of the ego is being undone in your mind. In the preface to the Course, it states, Forgiveness is unknown in heaven, where the need for it would be inconceivable. However, in this world, forgiveness is a necessary correction for all the mistakes that we have made. To offer forgiveness is the only way for us to have it, for it reflects the law of heaven that giving and receiving are the same. Heaven is the natural state of all of the children of God as he created them. Such is their reality forever. It has not changed because it has been forgotten. Forgiveness is the means by which we will remember. Through forgiveness, the thinking of the world is reversed. The forgiven world becomes the gate of heaven, because by its mercy we can at last forgive ourselves. Holding no one prisoner to guilt, 
we become free. Acknowledging Christ in all our brothers, we recognize his presence in ourselves. Forgetting all our misperceptions and with nothing from the past to hold us back, we can remember God. Beyond this, learning cannot go. When we are ready, God itself will take the final step in our return to him. Remember that the Course is teaching us how to undo the blocks to love's awareness. You are already love. You've just clouded your awareness of that fact with unnecessary ego clouds of guilt. True forgiveness is how you bring down those blocks so you become aware of who you truly are. And as we're reminded in Gary Renard's work, the purpose of time is to forgive. That is the only viable answer to life. Act accordingly, child of God. I hope this podcast was helpful. Remember, it is easier to take the few minutes to apply true forgiveness than it is to hold on to the guilt, the fear, the pain, and the anger. And always remember, you are worthy of forgiveness. Thank you for listening. To learn more about my work, please visit www.fionamaria.ca.